If you'll real quick, just turn to John 14. Just want to share briefly, briefly, I mean, very, very brief. On last week, we started talking about the greater work that God has called us to. <clears throat> and we have an understanding that we do greater when we're doing it together. When your anointings and your giftings pair with my anointing and my gifting and so on, we're able to do greater things in the earth. We were never meant to do this alone. We were meant to partner up, and that's why we have different anointings and things to do the greater works in the earth. And whereas when Jesus walked the earth, the miracles took place where Jesus was or where he sent his word. But because we have the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit that lives within us, That's he can right. be operating and using me and you and you and you at the same time in different parts. So that's greater works. But when I pair, again, my giftings and the things that God has given me, I think about it like this. Um, Pastor Reem will work all day and he'll come home and we'll be in conversation and either he or myself will be sharing and one of us will have the latter part of what God has given us while we were separate. Y'all understand that? So he has a part, I have a part, and then when we come together, it's complete. There's a complete understanding. And it's like that with the works we are to do in the earth. You have a part that works with uh, a part that God has given me. But when we're working that thing together, that's when we tap into the greater works. And I want to just read something real quick to you and share with you um, the understanding the Holy Spirit gave me. Starting at verse 12, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Not so you can look great, not so you can look deep and wonderful, but that the Father might be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, he said, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I want to read that one more time in the Passion uh, Version, the Passion Translation. Um, it says, I tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater miracles than these, because I, I go to be with my Father. For I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask me in my name. And that is how the Son will show that the Father is really like, what the Father is really like, and bring glory to him. Ask me anything in my name, and I will do it for you. 15 says, loving me empowers you to obey my commands. Y'all get that? Loving me empowers you to obey my commands. Loving him enough to follow what he tells you to do. Loving him enough to, to live your life for him and to obey what he tells you to do. Hallelujah. Loving him empowers you to obey his commands. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth, who will be to, who will be to you a friend just like me. And he will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him. But you know him intimately because he remains with you and will live inside of you. And I want to deal with that for just, a, I mean, a few seconds, not even five minutes. 
um, he gave me this understanding of the importance of us representing uh, him the right way in the earth, the importance of us being about the Father's business in the earth. It's not enough to come in and praise and to receive the word and we're made better, but we then have a responsibility to go out and make others uh better as a result of what's taking place on the inside of us. And he showed it to me this way. You know how you'll watch a movie about um, aliens? And when aliens, most of the time in the movies, when aliens um, overcome, invade, thank you, brother, invade the earth, they come in the form of what? People, thank you. They come in the form of people. Because when they come in the form of people, the earth receive them not realizing who they are. Y'all understand? Because they look like them. They talk like them. They move like them. All of So it, it receives them. So in essence, when we become saved and we get a relationship with God and the Holy Spirit then resides in us and we yield ourselves to his power, to his leading, the world is able to receive us because we're human. The world does not know him. Y'all understand that? The world does not know the Holy Spirit. The world cannot understand it. It makes no sense, this Holy Spirit mess y'all talking about. It doesn't make any sense at all. I don't know, this, this God that you've never seen, it does not make sense. But we who have been empowered by the Holy Spirit have a different understanding. That's why I heard somebody say it like this. When we say that the enemy sees who you are or the enemy has a glimpse of who you are, well, I'm only able to have the spirit of discernment and to see what lies ahead of me by way of the Holy Spirit. The enemy does not have the Holy Spirit. So he can sense it by hanging around you and noticing the change in you, but he cannot foresee uh, who I am and where I'm going. Y'all understand that? The Holy Spirit gives us understanding that we do not have. The enemy does not have the Holy Spirit. So we have the power over the enemy. He can only sense what's taking place in us because we're changing our routines. We're changing where we go. We're changing how we talk. We're changing who we're hanging with. But he can't change anything God has spoken about me as long as I stay connected to the Holy Spirit. Well, what does that have to do with me uh, having a responsibility to showcase or to demonstrate Christ in the earth? Once I surrender to the power of the Holy Spirit, I then have a responsibility to go out and represent him. I am then his ambassador. An ambassador goes in the person's stead. You understand? And they operate in the same power, the same authority. They're able to get the same uh, 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 results. Thank y'all for helping me preach this morning. The same results of the one who sent them because they are an ambassador of that individual. We are ambassadors of Christ. And the world will receive us because, in essence, we're familiar to them. But then when they receive us, we have a responsibility to live out the life that we've been called to. That's how change comes about. I can't go and, and they receive me and then I conform to who they are. And I become contaminated, and I talk like them, I walk like them, I, I, I listen to the same music as them, I react the same way as them, I'm snapping, rolling my neck, all of that stuff because I've conformed. No, I've been sent to any individual God sends me to, to demonstrate who he is, that they might be transformed. Not by my power, but by the power that resides in me. How do we do greater works? By banding together. And being like-minded 
and carrying out the will of the Father. One can chase a thousand, but two put 10,000 to fight. We're stronger together for real. So let me tell you what the enemy will do, and then I'm going to get out of your way. What the enemy will do is cause you to become lax in your responsibility. He'll cause you to not take it as serious as you should take it. To, to, so you're not showing up when you should show up. And you know why you're able to do that? You know why that's easy for you to do, to just chill in the bed when church is going on? When you're not in the place that God has called you to. I'm talking about the place God has called you to. When God calls you to a place, he also gives you a responsibility in that place. So the way you're able to chill and not come and to not show up to meetings and not show up to class and not show up to worship is you don't have a clear idea of who you are and what you add to the body. Because if you did, you would realize the importance of staying connected. <laughs> I can be effective by myself. People will call you to come preach. I can go by myself. I can stand on a corner and preach the word. Every now and again, somebody will walk through and receive it. I can hand out pamphlets and all of that by myself. But together, we're able to reach so many more people. We're able to do so much more. Y'all understand that? I want you to understand your responsibility to what you add to the body. We've been called to do greater. We've been called to do greater. We have the ability to do greater, to reach more people, to point more people to Christ, to bring about change. There are people who are out there beyond the walls that need him, and they don't even know they need him. They just know that there's a lack in their lives, that they're missing something, that there's something more to this. They just know the turmoil and the despair that they find themselves in. And what God will do is send someone who realizes their responsibility and who realizes their place in the earth, who realizes they've been called to do greater. What God will do is send them to speak a word, albeit embrace, hallelujah, to point them to him. And where someone was lost, now I'm found. Where I was blind, now I see. I could not hear before, but now all of a sudden I hear and I understand what I did not understand before because somebody took their responsibility seriously and realized that it was bigger than Sunday morning. That it was bigger than Sunday morning. It's bigger than just getting my praise on and getting my dance on. It's bigger than me receiving and God filled me up and God, I want an encounter. It's not just about me, but it's about the kingdom being built. And every one of us, hallelujah, who has surrendered our lives to God, have a responsibility to walk it out in the earth. And can I tell you something? When you don't show up, where God has told you to show up, you're held accountable. Because there are some of you who will reach people I never will. I'm too loud for some folk. I'm too, too old for some folks. I'm too young for some folks. I'm too whatever. But Simone, it's just what they've been looking for. They can hear her heart. They can hear her voice. And she can reach them when I couldn't. Kim, you've got something that somebody needs in the earth. And so the enemy will attack you and keep you from realizing the importance of your place in the kingdom. He will attack 
and have you to hold on to old stuff and hold on to unforgiveness and bitterness. He will attack you and make you think you're not good enough or that you don't measure up. You're not smart enough. You don't do it like they do it. You don't talk the way they talk. He will trick you and that will become a battle in your mind. But his main objective is to keep you from linking up. You've got to realize this every single thing, where you work, who your children are. And money and Jay were not given to me by happenstance. God knew what he was doing. When he brought me together with Pastor Ring, glory to God. When he brought me together with Pastor Ring, he knew what he was doing. He knew together we would produce promises that would walk out their role in the earth. And he knows what he's doing when he calls you and with the gifts that he's placed in you and with his hand that is on your life and the anointings and the all that you carry. He did it not that you might look wonderful, but that you might point people to the one who is wonderful. So not only is he holding us accountable, but he's going to hold you accountable too because once you walk into the knowledge of truth, you can no longer say you didn't understand. Truth of the matter is, salvation is a gift, and those of us who are saved, it's a wonderful, wonderful gift, and I am thankful, but with that gift comes responsibility. And a lot of us, a lot of us are dragging our feet on the responsibility part. We want the goods, we want the blessings, we want all the good stuff, what we label as good stuff that comes with being saved. We want it. We want his protection. We want his provision. We want him to open doors for us. We want him to heal us. All of that stuff. We want him to make a way where there is no way to free us and deliver us. We want all of the good stuff that comes from relationship with him, but we slack. We lack in the place of responsibility. We've been called to something beyond these walls. We come in here to be strengthened, to be encouraged, to gain knowledge, for God to pour into us. But all of that is so we can go out there and do a work. And every single person plays a role in that. We're empowered to do greater. He sent his spirit that we might do greater. Not that we might perform miracles or he performed miracles through us and people say, oh my God, she's powerful. He's No, 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 no. That people might believe. That people might run to him. That people might want to know this God that we sing about, shout about, cry about, worship. This God that we're always talking about. We have a responsibility to point people to him. And there's a people that are waiting on Harvest Worship Center. And y'all, I vow, seriously, and then I'm going to get out of your way, but I vow to go if I have to go by myself for real. I refuse to let God down in this area. I refuse to let there be a people that are sitting and hungry who might not look like us, who might be dirty, who might smell, who might not even in initially want to talk to me, and who might not initially know that they're in need of something that I possess, but that's that. The wisdom comes with the Holy Spirit that will allow us to reach people we deem unreachable. <laughs> and where they wouldn't receive you, they'll receive me because it was always ordained for me to reach them. It was a setup from the beginning. But if I'm 
If I'm lack or slacking in my responsibility, yes, God will send somebody because that soul is important to him. But the work that I was supposed to do will go undone. And that's on me. You know better, you do better. We're called to do greater together. You don't have the luxury of deciding when you'll do what God has called you to and when you won't. What days you're going to take off and what days you'll work overtime. It doesn't work that way. We have a responsibility and there's a people that are waiting on us to connect together to do the greater. Amen? I want to do greater. Not just enough. I don't want to just reach the one, Sister Wanda. I want to reach the hundreds that he promised me I would. And I have enough sense to realize that perhaps I won't reach the hundreds of thousands on my own. But together, I know we can. I want to reach him. I want to be effective in everything he's called me to do and everything he's called us to do. Everything he's trusted this ministry to do. And I, we need you on post. We need you to show up. And not just show up, but show up with the right mindset, with the right heart. That we might reach the one who's thinking about suicide and who want to give up. The one who feels like there's no better life for them, that there's no better way for them. They're waiting on us. That's who I, I want. The girl who feels like her life can't change because she was mishandled as a young person and she can't get over it. Send me to her, God. So that I can demonstrate your love and let her know that you'll cause all of that ugly stuff to work for her good. How do I know? Because you did it for me. Send me to her. To the one that was mishandled and had no self-esteem. Who thought that they would never be anything and no one would ever love them. Send me to her. So they can see in real life that there's another side to it. You allowed me to survive. You allowed me to overcome. You allowed me to go through. Didn't cause it, but you allowed it because you knew it would work together for my good. Not just for mine, but for yours and yours and yours and yours. Quit being tight-lipped on the things that God has brought you out of because you're ashamed. You're, you're victorious. You're an overcomer. That's what you used to be. That's what you used to do. That's what happened to you. That's not who you are. And somebody needs to hear that. Amen. So, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would continue to convict our hearts, that we might be who you've called us to be and do the thing that you've trusted us to do, that you've called and chosen us to do. Lord, we thank you for those, even in advance, that we will touch, those that we will demonstrate your love to, and those that will receive us and we can point them to you. We thank you for them. We thank you for fresh revelation and insight and understanding to who we are in you and who you are in us. Help us to walk boldly in the thing you called us to. God calls us to stand in faith when it looks like we don't have the resources or we don't understand how it's going to work together or we don't have enough people. Calls us to move forward in faith simply because you've sent us or you've set for us to do it. Thank you, God, that what we have is enough to do the thing that you've called us to. 
So, Father, cause us to not allow guilt and shame to keep us bound and captive and below where you, the place you've called us to. Help us to break free in our minds and in our hearts that we might fully embrace the thing you've called us to. God, we want you to be glorified in the earth. And the part that we play in that, help us to walk it out. Help us to embrace it and to accept it and walk therein. Cause us to treat your stuff with respect. To treat your stuff with love the same way we do the material things that you've given us. Help us to treat your stuff with love and respect. Help us to not settle for enough or settle with being effective when you've called us to greater, greater, greater. Ignite a hunger and a thirst in us to do greater, to be greater. That you might be glorified in the earth and will forever, forever give you the glory and the praise for the wonderful things only you can do. Thank you for the anointings that rest on us. Not for us, but for you. Thank you for the gifts and the talents that are not for us, but for you. And God, in this moment, we offer them over to you now. And we ask you to do whatever you want to do with them. Send us, we'll go. Lead us, we'll follow. Send us to those that are hurting and in despair who have lost hope. That we, that we might remind them of the great God we serve. That we might demonstrate your love to them that they've never experienced. Love that they've never seen in their lives before. Send us to them, God. You can trust us with them. Send us, we'll go. And we promise, we vow to point them to you. Father, we love you. We thank you. Thank you for trusting us. It is our prayer that your will be done for us individually and together. Thank you for calling us to greater. We will walk there. Thank you for the place of greater. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. Amen.